I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank and Trust for making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome to Scam Squad. Vicki, I'm so happy to have you here today. What do you have for us? Thanks, Patty. Nice to be here as always. Well, I wanted to title this segment, Looking for Love in All the Wrong Places. Oh, I seem to remember that song, Looking for Love in All the Wrong Places. Is that <laughs> the title? It. Huh? It. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Patty, it seems that along with the COVID-19 pandemic, romance scams are also on the rise. And there's all kinds of fraudsters lurking on these online dating sites. Well, gosh, that does make sense, Vicki. I'm sure people are kind of lonely and they're stuck at home. And instead of going out and meeting people, they're tempted to go online. That's right. And scammers know this. And so I received an article from the Identity Theft Resource Center titled, Catfishing Scams Make a Rebound Amid the Pandemic. I seem to remember you talking about catfishing before, but... Can you remind us what it is exactly? Sure. And that's where scammers target a specific person or group of people. And in this case, the scammers are targeting people who use social media. Oh, right. Uh, These scammers, I guess, have a lot of potential victims to choose from. And as you've reminded us so many times, these crooks are really professional. So they know how to find someone who is vulnerable and play on their emotions to gain their trust and draw them in. Yeah. And then their ultimate goal to steal the personal information so that they can either steal a person's identity or con them into giving the money. That's right. These scammers have a lot of potential victims to choose from. And here's how it works, Patty. These scammers will create fake social media profiles. And that's easier to do now because there are so many dating apps and people are sharing on more platforms. So it's much easier to steal somebody's photo and name. For example, scammers are stealing photos of frontline COVID workers to lure victims into giving money to a fake charity. They're targeting victims who might be willing to make donations to a good cause. Yeah, I can understand how someone would be drawn in. So the victim looks at the photo and believes they are giving money to whatever charity the worker is supposed to represent. That's right. In one instance, a scammer set up a fake Facebook page using a photo of a student nurse dressed in her nursing scrubs. Now, the student nurse was real. This was a real photo. The scammer was asking people to donate to an illegitimate coronavirus charity. The student nurse, who had nothing to do with setting up this page, had to report this fake page over 400 times. Wow, I can only imagine how frustrating that must have been to be inadvertently associated with something like this and not be able to shut it down. That's right. And these fake accounts are becoming more and more common. In one case, a bodyguard in the Navy was victimized this way. Scammers used his name and photo to set up hundreds of fake profiles. And then they used these profiles to run the romance scam. So hundreds of women lost money because they thought they'd been in an online relationship with him 
when it was actually a scammer. Wow. Did any of his victims ever track him down in mass, I hope, and accuse him? <laughs> yes, he had nothing at all to do with these fake accounts, the poor guy. But hundreds, oh, no. Yeah, hundreds of people on his Facebook have accused him of scamming them when he doesn't even know who they are and had nothing to do with this. Oh, no. Well, I take that back. Let's not track that guy down. <laughs> <laughs> Is this happening in Santa Barbara? Yes. We've recently had a couple of romance scams reported to our office. One senior victim sent thousands of dollars to a romance scammer before she realized he wasn't really who he claimed to be. This was somebody that she met online. She stopped sending money to that individual. But a bit later, she was contacted by somebody else who claimed to be a firefighter working in a foreign country. She was sure that this person was real and she started sending money to him. And that fraudster ended up using her as a money mule. That is so very sad. How can someone avoid being victimized by one of these scams? Well, there's a couple of things you can do, Patty. Research the person the profile claims to be. Google the name and the photo to see if it's being used elsewhere on social media. And if someone refuses to meet you in person and is always making excuses why that can't happen, you can be pretty sure it's a scam. And of course, bottom line, if somebody asks you for money or tries to get you reveal personal information, it's a scam. Wow. And right now, because of COVID-19, these scammers have the perfect excuse of why they can't possibly meet someone in person. COVID. Yeah. And some of these scammers also pretend to be hospital workers or a medic or another essential employee. And, you know, they just need to talk to somebody and share the horrors of their job. And they need money to buy necessary protective equipment. Well, that's all very sympathetic. Or they might pose as an out-of-work employee who needs money for groceries to feed his child. Wow, those are all very plausible, but a perfect way to tug on your heartstrings and to take somebody in. That's right. So if you've been a victim of one of these scams, report it to local law enforcement so the local law enforcement knows what's going on. Not that they can really do much about it, but they need to know what's happening. And also go to the FBI website, which is ic3.gov. That's I as in IC as in at, gov, G-O-V and also the Federal Trade Commission, which is ftc.gov. And as we know, sometimes these agencies can actually put together a task force and track some of these folks down. And you have a fraud hotline as well, don't you? Absolutely, our fraud hotline is 805-568-2442. And I also would like to know what's going on in our community so I can share it on Scam Squad. Yes, and if you'd like to listen to all our episodes or subscribe, you can go to hubforpodcasting.com and you can hear them there. I do have some good news. Now, one of the scams that's been just rampant over the last couple of years is the scam where you get a call from somebody posing as law enforcement, maybe the FBI, maybe somebody from Department of Justice, and they claim that your personal information, maybe your social security number, has somehow been connected with a crime. Usually it's something that happened in Texas and it involves drug smuggling. And there's a warrant out for your arrest and uh, you can get the warrant recalled if you pay a fine. And of course they ask you to pay by gift card or some other means that triggers you to know it's really a scam. 
Well, this scam has been going on all over the place, and a lot of people in Santa Barbara have been victimized by this scam. So I was particularly excited by this headline, India Arrests Dozens Over Call Center Drug Cartel Scam. So this group is accused of defrauding more than 4,500 people out of about $14 million, and they were running the scam that I just described. So it's wonderful to know that this group is going to be shut down and that our law enforcement had the cooperation of folks in India to bring these people to justice. So good news, Patty. Good news. That is good news, Vicki. And I want to thank everyone for tuning into Scam Squad today. I hope you'll join us again next week. Thank you so much. Thank you, Patty. Bye now. Bye.